So we all know summer is approaching, which is very exciting. Warmer days are coming. Um, so fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. You can meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-created meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have a new flavor to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. Treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like shrimp and blackened salmon. Keep your kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in two minutes. No shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up, which Lou hates to do. I do. I hate cleaning up. <laughs> Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Choose from six menu preferences to help you manage your calories, maximize protein intake, avoid meat, or simply eat well and balanced, which just makes cooking and meal prep easy at home. Not that you're cooking or meal prepping, they've done it all for you. Head to factormeals.com slash common50 and use common50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off for your next month. That's code common50 at factormeals.com slash common 50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Oh my God. <laughs> start every episode like this Ashton no, no. wow that's weird when do I ever call you Ashton I know that was weird anyways hi guys hello I'm Cardia I'm Ashton and we are staring into each other's eyes <laughs> this has been a really long time coming mm-hmm. well ha- I mean has it well I feel like we just like subconsciously knew it that this was coming but it, yeah but then it came to our <laughs> actual conscious like a couple of months ago <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my God, I don't even know how to talk right now. (laughs) Like I'm sweating. I was just saying I've done so many podcasts before, but having our own show is just something else. Like Ashton and I have wanted to do something together, like a Mm. business or I don't know, some kind of venture for literally years. Yeah. So to be here right now is surreal. Very surreal. But makes sense. Like I'm shaking. Same. (laughs) What the hell? Like, we're really good at talking, but right now I don't even know what to say. I know. I feel like I've been put up on stage and I'm doing a public speech. Literally. Anyway, so I think we should start with who we are. Yes. I mean, obviously, you guys probably know us from Instagram. That's maybe why you're here. Um, But we Mm -hmm. thought for anyone that doesn't know us, we might just run you through us, like who we are, Mm -hmm. what we do. Mm Mm-hmm. So Ashton, would you like to take the stage? Okay. (laughs) I feel like we're on a first date. I know. Please introduce yourself. Spotlight on me. Um... (laughs) Okay, well, my name's Ashton Wood. I am 28 years old. 
Um, Which a lot of people are really shocked by, can I just say, because Ashton yeah. literally does not look a day over 21. <laughs> Thank like you. the genetics on this girl. Anyways, please continue. <laughs> um, I live on the Gold Coast. <laughs> I like to take long walks on the beach <laughs> with my dog. <laughs> um, I do social media and I do modeling. Um, I went to uni for about two years, dropped out doing journalism. I actually went to uni to become a TV host and look where I am right now. I'm sitting in front of a mic. I mean, I'm a free-spirited girl. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm just joking. Oh, my God. I'm just joking. That's pretty much sums me up. What about you? My name is Cartier. See, I hate introducing myself because do I say Cartier? You actually pronounce my name name. Cartier. Like Mm -hmm. there's a T in there, but we're very bogan Aussie and I just kind of skim over it and say Cartier Milan. Mm -hmm. I have been doing social media since I was, what, in like grade 10, (laughs) 11-ish. Started on YouTube and kind of just moved into – I started acting for pretty much most of my life and then, yeah, fell into social media and lots of – I love public speaking. I love talking about mental health and – yeah, just dabble in a bit of everything, really. <laughs> Great choice of words. I am 23 years old, which shocks me because yesterday I swear I was 19 and all of a sudden I'm 23, which... But I also feel like you're my older sister. I feel like I'm your older sister a lot of the time. I feel like I'm everyone's mother. Yeah. Like I am truly mummy. The Leo in you. I'm coining it. I am mummy, but also the biggest child in the world. Yeah. What else? I'm a Leo. What? Oh, I'm a Cancer. Can I just say before we really get into it, Cancer and Leo duo is like iconic, simply iconic. I'm so drawn to Cancers, super compatible. Anyways, I'm not going to like bombard them on the <laughs> yeah. on the horoscope chat just yet. So we thought we would start each episode each week with our favorite mantra of the week. We kind of want to like get you guys in each episode. the The whole reasoning behind us wanting to do this really is so you can come here and listen, obviously for a laugh, but also we want you to walk away leaving slightly inspired or feeling a little bit more positive or if you've been having a bad day we just want to leave you with some kind of thought so we thought it might be nice to start each episode yet with a little mantra and you know inspire you a little bit just make you feel happy after you've listened to our body so we've been seeing on tiktok lots of these kind of trending i'm sure you've seen it if you have tiktok it's all of that repeat after me yes (laughs) we're gonna be those annoying bitches and make you repeat after me so ashton do you want to run us through our first ever mantra of the week. Okay, well, you showed me this one. It's iconic. It's like, absolutely trending right now on TikTok. Because it really does some shit. It works, like but it, like in weird ways sometimes. I don't know, but anyways. It's I do not trace, I attract, what belongs to me will simply find me. <laughs> You're like, is that it? I was like, shit. Did I get it right? Yeah, ready? And we'll do it together. Repeat after me. Repeat after me. I, I do, do not chase. chase. I, I attract. What, what belongs, belongs to me will simply find me. me. So I feel like this is such a powerful mantra because it's kind of owning the fact of like, <laughs> really owning the fact that letting, allowing things come to you, allowing the right things to come to you. And I think it's also knowing that having enough self-worth and yeah. self-respect to be like, I deserve this mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So that's my kind of take on it. Yeah, agreed completely. Anyways, let's begin. Let's really actually properly begin. Okay. So we thought as our first app, we might introduce you guys to kind of us, who mm-hmm. we are together, what our friendship is like, how we got, how we actually got close and mm-hmm. our background together. 
So I guess, should we talk about how we met? Yeah, you, you take the lead on this one. So I was in grade, I think probably 11. Yeah. And I was in my full-blown hippie phase of my life. Like, do you remember? <laughs> no, like, You were wearing no shoes, no shoes when I met you. No shoes. I didn't have shoes. I was on a weird road trip with my best friend in high school. We met at, <laughs> can we say the name? <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck it. Yeah, whatever. So, Cody Simpson's birth. Oh, no, it we, wasn't a birthday party. It was just Cody Simpson's party he was throwing, an apartment party. It was like back in the day when Cody was like, the you know. It thing. The it thing. He was like blowing up. He was blowing up. He was on the way up. And it was like, oh, my God, Cody Simpson's having an apartment party. And my friend at the time had gotten invited by a boy she was talking to. And long story short, I ended up there in no shoes, a little hippie fucking crochet top <laughs> and like this hippie sling bag because I was on a road trip. Oh, remember, okay. I was on a road yeah, trip. I do remember. With no money, no car. But why didn't you have shoes? I have no idea, Ashton. <laughs> like I literally Just embracing tell you. the hippiness. Um, so, yeah, we got invited to this apartment party and we had known each other on Instagram. Like yeah. we followed each other and maybe interacted a little bit through DMs. Yeah. But that's about it. Well, yeah, pretty much that's how we met. I went to this party. We are all just having fun and we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then we was like, let's get a photo. There is a photo of us. And I, I can't, can't find, find it. it. I know. <laughs> I looked everywhere. I think it's on my hard drive somewhere. I need you to find this because we I, need to post it to the Common Chaos Instagram. The problem is I've got a hard drive. Anyway, it's somewhere in storage possibly. So yeah, pretty much we met at this party. We took a little photo as you do and we just from the start bonded like yeah. well and then I mean you pretty much were coming to Sydney and I had already moved to Sydney and I remember DMing you being like, hey, like if you ever want to catch up when you're here or if you ever need somewhere to stay, let me know. And right away you were like, yeah, cool. Like, I'm like, obvi, <laughs> obvi, I've got no money. And then we <laughs> stay with you in my tiny little studio apartment Guys, with my ex-boyfriend. I kid you not, this apartment, like where it, it was. It the was the size of this podcast room. It was room. the size of the podcast room. And yeah. I remember, so it was a little studio and she had her double bed tiny kitchen and in the hallway this like skinny little hallway we would blow this mattress up for me this tiny mattress we would blow up for me and I would just lay on there and your boyfriend at the time hated it hated me he was like why is she here for two weeks at a time like why why are you third wheeling (laughs) every boyfriend Ashton has had almost almost everyone has really disliked me because they feel like they're third wheeling when we're together. Yeah. So pretty much, yeah, we that's how we met and I started going so down coming. to Sydney and we would just have so much fun together. Oh, my God. Like, You'd pull me out on a Wednesday <sighs> night, bring me to clubs. I was in such a – You no- were underage then. I know. I was naughty. And you naughty were – Naughty party. I had work the next day or uni and I remember going to work so hungover, still slash drunk, <laughs> working at Mecca having to do people's makeup. I actually, like, worked better when I was drunk. I used to just – I was in such a little party phase of my life. I think I was, what, 16 or 17. Yeah. You were skip- like, you just weren't going to school. You didn't I was, go to your exams. Or I know. Something. I just was really a very rebellious child. And I remember I actually, I was in Sydney with Ashton when I called my mom and said, mom, I'm so sorry, but I'm not coming back for my final exams. <laughs> She's like, what the hell, Cardia? Like, seriously. But we were just having we so much fun. We went to GQ, fun. didn't we? We went to a GQ, GQ after, after party. party. Like, oh, life was, was thriving. I was having too much fun. Yeah. And anyways, so 
that's how we met. But our friendship really has developed a lot over. It's been a slow burn. Oh you my know? god, we've done so much together. We've traveled to so many places together. Mm-hmm. We've worked together. We've lived together. It's it's really one of those friendships that. I personally feel really blessed to have because it's very hard, I think, to find someone that you can just – we don't fight. No. We've had two disagreements. Yep. I would sum it up as two – not even disagreements. They weren't even bad. Two times we've had to sit down and go <laughs> – Awkwardly. <laughs> Awkwardly. Like I'm bad at confrontation with my friends. Like if I'm feeling a little bit angry or upset, like we've, ha- we've only had to do it twice. Yeah. Hated it. We'll avoid it at all costs. Yeah. But, yeah, it's a really – I'm really lucky to have this friendship. and. Same. I think as well, I know a lot of you guys message us about how do you attract like-minded people and friends? And I think um, that's something that we can cover in this mm-hmm. for you guys as well and talking about what a good friendship feels like versus what a not so good friendship feels like. Mm-hmm. And I truly think if it's any consolation with what we have, it's just that we can talk candidly with each other. Mm-hmm. We don't fight over silly things mm-hmm. and we can kind of just read each other really well and know what we both need and we show up for each other. And I think that's, that's the main thing I was going to say. Yeah. There's a lot of surface level friendships out there, especially in the industry we're in where for everyone sure. pretends to be best friends and mm. pretends to be there for each other. But when it comes down to it, like if your friend needs you, that's when it's going to show if it's a real friendship. Yeah. They'll show up at, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being Thank My you. fucking rock. BFF. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. Uh, something I really love talking about uh, and something that I think ha- is what, what's brought us to actually even being here and living the lives that mm. we live is what was our fuck it moment. Mm-hmm. And I love asking people what their fuck it moment yeah. was when, and I guess, how would you explain like a fuck it moment? it's hard to say it like objectively, Mm. but for me, it's like the moment that I went against the grain, Mm -hmm. the moment that I took a risk, Mm. decided to chase my dreams, Mm -hmm. follow my heart, that kind of, yeah, that's the theme of it. I feel. 100%. And I see like a fuck it moment is the minute you literally turn against society, not turn against society, but turn against all the societal rules that Mm -hmm. are placed upon us. Like when we, we grow up and it's like, you have to do this. This is the right way to do Mm -hmm. this. Like this is your rule book and you will be a good little girl and just abide by it. Mm -hmm. You know? And I think for both of us, we both had a very distinct moment where we were like, you know what? This isn't for me. No. (laughs) Like, and it's not for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And that's at least, you know, on my social media, I've always tried to inspire people to have these fuck it moments like Mm -hmm. you don't have to do what you're told all the time so I thought it might be cool to um explain both of our fuck it moments because that's how we are where we are today and I truly believe the minute I went against what I was told to do and brainwashed into doing Mm -hmm. is I've this is where my happiness came from. Yeah. I truly started experiencing well, life. You feel aligned and you feel and alive. The truth. Yeah. Like literally alive. Yeah. So what was your fuck it moment? Well, you were there for it. You inspired it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so basically I was in Bali and I was working, I won't say the company, but yeah. I was working as a receptionist, and you basically were like, sat me down, you're like, okay. What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? This is not what you want to be doing. You've told me what you want to do. And this is just, you need to make a different, like you need to make some change. And I basically sporadically quit my job, 
while I was in Bali, I told them that I was resigning and that, you know, two weeks I'll be quitting. I decided to move to Sydney. Cardio said, come live with me. So I also to background, I was already in my social media job. So Mm -hmm. to timeline this, I was, I think I had just finished school. Mm -hmm. This was like four years ago. I'd been living in Sydney for probably what? Uh, like six months yeah, already at, long. at this point. Mm-hmm. And then we went on a trip to Bali and you were still on the Gold Coast. Yeah. 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 yeah good. And then, um, <laughs> just so you guys can get a little bit of a timeline yeah. there. <laughs> and then, yeah, I basically quit my job, moved to Sydney. Um, Cardia helped me get a job with IMG, like a two month contract for fashion week. And then I just kind of dived into social media. I had no money Literally no money. I actually had debt because of my I remember my loan for my boob job. <laughs> and I feel like the most amazing, and this is why I fucking love you, honestly, it came down to that moment because I respect in anyone when they step towards fear mm. and when they trust my opinion as well. Because I would never just say to someone, like, unless I truly believe that they could do it. Like, I'd never be like, yeah, you should do this. Yeah. Like, it's a good idea. And if it wasn't going to go anywhere. Like, I knew you had the potential. And, like, the fact that you had so much faith in my opinion mm. and like believed in yourself. It came down to that as well. Like you believed in yourself enough to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> and that's so exciting because you literally go to the universe. I'm going to take this risk and please God or the stars or the moon, <laughs> someone. Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael. Angels have my back right now. I need you. But also if they didn't have you, like I think at least you knew that I had you and it would we had each other. That's the thing. You just need one person backing yeah. you. But the actually you need two. You need yourself mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. If you don't back yourself, then it's, it's just gonna, it's like half-assing something. Yeah. And then you backing me and obviously my mom. Yeah, totally. Course, but like you singular, singularly backing me was like, I wouldn't have been able to do that without the push from you. So I'm so happy you you did it. I'm so happy because then I had a little buddy in Sydney and we had a lot of fun, even though I wasn't so much fun in my weird phase. Yeah. Still (laughs) my weird work hustle phase. Yeah. Needed to happen. Anyway. So yeah. What was yours? What was mine? Like, well, mine started quite young. I was going to say, I didn't know you when you had yours. I feel like since I was younger, I've been a very old soul you know Mm. everyone says that but I did I grew up really fast so I feel like I've always had this unnecessary rebellious streak in me Mm -hmm. but it was more this thing I think when I um I went to an all-girls private school growing up so it was very strict Mm. very to the rules I hated it and also just being in an all-girls school like I I feel like I wanted to experience life more Mm -hmm. um And I always knew there was something different for me. It was a very academic school and I was a very creative kid and I'd done acting for my whole life. In grade grade 10, I moved to an acting school and I feel like everything really changed for me then. I met, it was boys and girls. There was gays, people that were straight, non-binary, transgender. It was everything. I was exposed to everything and not just one socioeconomic background either. It was Mm. like from all types, you know? And so I like I grew up very sheltered at an all-girls school and I came to the school and I was like open to the world you know which was great um I think studying theater yeah really taught me so much about myself about my ego about mm. fear and about how to just be like literally fuck out of your it comfort zone. get out of your comfort zone embarrass yourself in front mm. of people like just be yeah. true like the, my acting classes were like rolling around on the floor pretending to be monkeys and doing <laughs> the weirdest shit like you're crying in front of everyone I learned how to be truly vulnerable and mm. I feel like this is where my fuck it 
stage came from. I also started hanging out with people that really got me and I felt safe around. I could be my weird self. We started going to music festivals and Mm -hmm. I always say that my first Splendor truly changed my life (laughs) for reasons (laughs) I cannot say on the podcast. But the experience of being for me, I think the first time I felt I belonged somewhere Mm -hmm. and music festivals, everyone knows it's like my thing. I love it. I feel safe around that space, around music. I could just express myself. I could dress up. It was Mm -hmm. the first time I could wear glitter all over my face. And my fuck it moment came immediately after that. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm dressing the way I want to dress in my hippie. Every day. Every day I'm going to be me. I used to carry glitter and incense around in my bag. (laughs) Like it was like this, like I wanted people to meet me and to be like, I'm going to remember her. Who is this girl? This is, she's so unique and so herself. And because I was, fe- I felt fearless to do that. So then um, my fuck it moment really began after that. I started being cardia for the first time. And when I graduated school, one week went by and I moved to Byron by myself. And I just wanted to I remember that. step out on my own and experience life and truly free fall. Like I was supposed to go to acting school in Sydney. And I was like, nah, I need a break. and. Yeah, that was my fuck it moment. I was like, I'm moving out alone and ch- challenging myself here. I was terrified. I was going to say, that's terrifying. I was 17. I barely had any money. Like, thank God for my mom. She supported me and like helped me out. I got a job got at a, a vintage job store. For a hot min. Yeah. Part, what? I said, you got a little job for a hot minute. Got a then. job yep. at the vintage store. Had the best time, you know, but that was my fuck it moment. And I feel like you have many throughout life as so well. Many. It's just like looking back, you're just like, wow. That was you've got first. to constantly be having them too because that's where the growth comes from. 100%. You, the minute you're comfortable, you're done. Yeah. Don't ever sit in comfort. Like comfort obviously feels nice, but fear is where we grow. Fear is where we learn our lessons mm-hmm. and like the most incredible things come mm-hmm. when you step towards fear. So, yeah. I love that story. I. It's weird that I was 17 and I'm 23 now. I've never, I've never actually known your fuck it story. So, well, yeah. Was it was a slow evolution. It wasn't like one thing. It was just yeah. slowly becoming me and being I was going to okay say with who you've always been. Yeah. 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 Well, before we get into a, the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that what I'm saying? We have a show that's so funny. <laughs> this is our show. Yeah. It's literally our show. Anyways, yeah. Um, I just thought we could explain uh, to everyone our alter egos. I'm sure you guys have seen – us comment on each other's stuff, Sue and Lou. You've definitely heard it. You've like, heard us say it in vlogs. I'm amazed we didn't cover this at the start. It was really hard not to go, hi, I'm Sue. And I'm Lou. But we just. Or am I Sue? And are you Lou? I'm Lou. And you're Sue. Um, <laughs> it's going to be annoying. You guys are really going to have to get used to it. Yeah. This is something that has really infiltrated our life and it's our alter egos. It's our nicknames for each other. It's literally in like stuck in our vocabulary and. There's no going back. We just thought we should preface it because there'll definitely be moments moving forward in the pod that I'm going to be like, so what did you think about that? So anyways, pretty much it's Sue and Lou. Welcome introducing Sue and Lou. Mm -hmm. How do you even explain this? So basically it started with my dog, not Wolfie, but Bicky. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) that's literally it. So basically it's really silly and it's just so pointless, but it's just so prominent in our lives. Basically, my dog, Bicky, he, it's my family dog. He's a little Yorkshire Terrier and I used to just talk to him all the time. I would just say random stuff to him and he'd just look at me and his nickname started off as Bicky Boo Boo 
And then it just kind of extended and it was like Bicky Berber, Sir Sir Lor Lor Murmur, Kirker, No No. Like it, whatever you can err at the In end. In that exact voice as well. It's like the You have to do the err. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sammy Robinson, she, remember when I was saying Sir and Lur and then we were saying Sir Lor Murmur. And then she was like, wait, I call my dog Purper. <laughs> so she then became Purper and then it just kind of evolved. <sighs> so pretty much we'd be like out. And it'd be like, hi, Solo. We greet ourselves. Like, we greet each other, sorry. It used to be Solo. So, we're like, yeah. hi, Solo. Yeah. And then it became a bit confusing. Kind of broken up. It became Sue or Lou. Yeah. And that the thing that you guys will slowly get used to, which will be a bit of a head fuck at first, is that no one I is am Sue and Lou and she is Sue and Lou. Like, you just say whatever you feel is comes to mind first. Like, you know, I'll, I'll she'll pull up in the car and be like, hi, Sue, and she'll go, hi, Lou. But the, the most of the time, if I say one, you say the other. Yeah. It's but never we did like, get hi, into Lou, a bad hi. habit of saying Lou, Lou only. We really Sue got a bit abandoned. We left Sue out for a while. <laughs> So should we just do a practice run so that everyone understands? Yeah. So pretend we just started the potty again. <clears throat> Hi, Lou. Hi, Sue. How are you doing? Oh, uh, so you know what? It's been a – I didn't actually sleep last night. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I actually didn't. I know you didn't. I – it wasn't the best No, sleep. I was really nervous and excited about this potty. But Same. anyway, so that's, that's Sue and Lou covered – um, my favorite moment of Sue and Lou was when we were in Airlie Beach and we were in the bathroom, we're like out at this <gasps> dingy yeah. club in Airlie Beach and we're like, you know, fixing our lippy and there's this girl on the port in the <gasps> toilet and she comes out and she goes, <gasps> Sue Lou. No, she said it wrong. She said, um, oh, she said, true Lou. She said, true Lou. <laughs> but Ash and I took it and ran with it. We were like, someone, we were like, oh my Someone God. knows about it. So like, if you meet us. Please. Please call us Sue and Lou. We'll cry. It was, our names were Asho and Cardo there for a bit too. Like they kind of pops in for a hello We'll sometimes. keep you guys posted on the nicknames as they change and evolve. But I, I sadly but happily think Sue and Lou is staying for it's good. It's staying forever. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, how did we come up with the name? Let's talk about Let's chaos. Talk about the name. Common chaos. We should have said welcome to common chaos. I, oh my God. We haven't even said the name of our podcast. What the fuck? What in the- What is wrong with us? I don't know. As I said, this is nervy. our first time. This is our first time, Please forgive guys. us. Um, well, this is common chaos, yeah. the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, common chaos itself is like a whole entity on its own. Mm-hmm. And this is our podcast, the podcast sector. Uh-huh. But- um. Common chaos. Tell us how first chaos um, kind of came about first and tell us how we that got, came about. So, well, I guess the name, yeah, behind the name. The name. I um, <laughs> was very hungover one morning laying in a boy's bed, actually, <laughs> to give you guys some tea or what? Or some, to give you guys some tea. <laughs> um, had a big night, was laying in bed having some cuddles and in my dream state, because all I was thinking about at this time was it was literally like a few days after Ash and I were like, yep, let's do a podcast. And we were like, fuck, thinking we need to think names. of a name. I'm in this dream state. And all of a sudden I hear the word chaos. And I go, I love the word chaos. I am a walk. I am the definition of chaos. Like I am a walking tornado. Us together is chaos. Chaos. Wherever we go, we're like a whirlwind. I'm reflecting on my life. I'm thinking mm-hmm. I, all I do is cause, cha- not cause chaos, like, but I'm, I am literally. Chaos follows you. Chaos follows me and I love it. There's nothing bad about it. I love it. I also just love the word. So then I'm laying there thinking what could, it can't just be called chaos. Like 
Going joint chaos. We started a list of names we could put in front of it. Yeah. And yeah. Common chaos common, was fitting. Because yeah, we were we were trying to slot it was uh between chaos, joint chaos, mutual chaos, mutual all chaos. Of them. But, but then common chaos, the CC, the Com K. CC. What's oh, the Drake song? I don't know. CC, you know you love me. That's not that one, but no, you know, that's goes, Kiki. I know, but he goes CC <laughs> in something. I don't oh. know what. But anyways, this is CC. Why we wanted to call it common chaos is because we want to, I guess, normalize having chaos mm. in your life. We are living in the most chaotic time. Mm-hmm. So I think we want to normalize having chaos in our life. It is it is a part of a normal embrace life it. now. And how to embrace chaos, how to embrace the um, uncertainty. And we want to also help you guys calm the chaos because, yes. well, you know, you're going to be thrown chaos, but you need to know how to handle it. You need to know mm-hmm. how to calm it. And- I think Karts and I have quite a few tips on how to calm the chaos. Calming, calming the chaos. Cue the uh, the Bahamas, jazz music. the jazz music, the palm trees, the wind is blowing, we're on the beach. We're calming down. But before we calm down, let's actually talk about chaos and why we love it. Mm-hmm. I personally love chaos. As I said, I think when chaos is thrown into your life, you're given two options. You're like, do I crumble right now? Run with it or run away? Do I run away? Do I go back? Do I self-deprecate? Do I cry and hide? Or do I go, fuck it? (laughs) I'm going to step up to this and I'm going to learn from whatever chaos is being thrown at me. And Mm -hmm. how do I make something beautiful out of this chaos? I think it's a bit exciting as well. You know, I think for us, like some (sighs) people would definitely run the other way, but- You know, we love to just run head onto it. Like we, I don't know, like you said, like where there's pain, there's growth. Like, you know what it feels like to me? It's when you're sitting on the airplane and And you're about to take off. off. Uh You've got these. Is there going to be turbulence? Is Is there going to be a storm? What's going to happen when I get to the other side? Mm -hmm. There's this like nervous anxiousness. Like you want to almost throw up sickening feeling or the feeling you're about to go to a music festival and you're so nervous, but so excited. You have all this adrenaline. That's what. The unknown. The unknown and the exciting. That's what chaos feels like to me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like we love it because we've experienced so much of it together and it's always turned out positive. Yeah. Always. And yeah. We just thought that explaining chaos and why we love it was important because it chaos can also be anxiety. Chaos mm-hmm. can also be upset feelings. Anger. Like it's not just craziness and fun. Sometimes chaos, yes, can be extremely hard mm-hmm. and disheartening. Yeah. So crippling. Yeah. And we've both also been through the hard side of chaos. Yeah. And I guess we should maybe talk about what's going on in both of our lives right now. Oh, yeah, maybe a little bit of an update. A little bit of an update and what chaos, because it's been, you know, as much as we can talk about the positives, we're going to, everything's going to round up to the positives here. Let me just tell you that. But our past few months has been so chaotic. (laughs) This has been the most chaotic time of, not of my life, but truly, uh, unpredictable chaos. Yeah. For me. Yeah. And for you too. Mine, so not so much I feel unpredictable. I knew it was like coming, mm. but I think it was just like leading up to it and like finally making that decision mm. and the chaos that comes after that and that I'm still in, I guess, because, and that's to come. <laughs> Everyone it's take a shot beginning. every time we say the word chaos. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if you guys didn't click onto us saying chaos on our Instagram a lot. I then know, like, we're like this soft is, dropping yeah. it. <laughs> um, so pretty much, I guess, 
My past few months have been wild and thank fucking God I have Ashton because I would (laughs) probably not be okay if I didn't. I pretty much was living in Sydney as a lot of you guys know. I was only there for a few months. Um, I like finally just made the move again because pretty much I lived in, I'll explain where I've lived, Brisbane, then I moved to Byron, then I moved to Sydney, then I moved back to the Gold Coast, then I moved back to Sydney. Mm -hmm. I got to stay in Sydney for a few months and then all of this COVID shit happened mm-hmm. and the cases started popping up and I started getting a lot of anxiety because I really missed my mom and I really missed like you. I missed my family up here and I was just feeling very burnt out in Sydney. So I planned a trip to visit my mom in Byron. So I packed my little suitcase and drove myself up to Byron, went on my little trip thinking I'd be there for like two weeks. Pretty much all of Sydney went into lockdown and I have not returned since. And that was like three months ago. Yep. So my life was like very uncertain. Uh, I had just moved into this apartment and I had two roommates. Signed the lease. I just signed the lease and I was really happy. And I I was really proud of myself for making the move back to Sydney Mm. because I left Sydney when I was in such a bad mental state. Mm. I never thought I would go back. Yeah. So it was such a huge thing for me to be like, fuck it, I'm going back. And it's not going to be the same because I've learned so much now. So I felt really disheartened that I left and I felt like I was like, I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> I came back to the Gold Coast and I, I truly feel so blessed that I made it out of Sydney and I'm, I'm not in lockdown. I seriously feel for anyone that's in lockdown, like I'm sending you so much love. Like it's mental. It's not fair. Like no. it's like people's mental health. You is, can't prepare for that. I don't even know. So I'm really blessed because I, I wouldn't have been okay. Like, holy shit, I would have no. lost the plot. No. Like, we know how Cardi gets. Cardi gets sad. <laughs> Cardi gets lonely. Lonely. Cardi gets needy. Needy. And, like, I'm single. Yeah. I was living with a couple as well. Like, yeah, I would have been like, wee. <clears throat> Anyways, I came home and I had a little bit of family drama, which was really hard for me to deal with because I don't normally have that. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like very lost. I felt like the universe literally abandoned me. I felt like everyone abandoned Some me. friendships as well. I lost truly five best friends yeah. and I know a lot of people are like why don't you hang with so-and-so and so-and-so and I just without going into it I lost five of my best friends all at once I felt like I lost a really important family member and I f- truly felt like the universe was kicking me in the guts mm-hmm. and was like haha mm-hmm. to deal with this and so pretty much the past two months have been me and Ashton's house mostly <laughs> sobbing um but then the rise up from that has been pretty amazing and we're we're here now this is honestly how I think this podcast formed and how we're doing what we're doing now so um pretty much what my tip would be for what I just went through was every single day I tried to think about what I was grateful for anything I just every day reminded myself well just thank god you're not in Sydney like imagine how much worse your mental state could be like thank god you have all these beautiful friends like all my friends prevailed for me at that time like they really showed up like my my true it showed who my true friends were yeah. and it also cleared space for new beautiful friends so mm-hmm. I'm so happy for that and we're like we have so many new cute friends now and people have you know so anyways that's my little <laughs> me, getting, me getting emotional like thinking about all these new people in my life but that's I wanted to explain that little thing because I can't explain to you how low I felt mm. it was like bad no, I was like was bad. I am not cool I'm not good right now and I thought that it was over for me I had no you know prospects of feeling happy again yeah. <laughs> so dramatic but like from that point I truly used gratitude presence 
a little bit of fuck it because I was like, well, just go have fun. Yeah. Do the best you can do right now and go have fun. And then, yeah, this is where we've come to. And um, halfway through my little journey, as I started to get better, Asho started going through <laughs> her little chaotic moment. So, yeah. and I'm really proud of her for how she's handled this whole new chapter, but she's got some tea to spill. Yeah, so um, I mean, a lot of you have picked up on it because every time I do a bloody Q&A on Instagram, it's like 90% of the questions. Um, but for those of you, for those who don't know slash, you know, didn't know. So, <laughs> sorry, I'm so nervous like, to say it. She's like, sorry, she's like, I don't want to say it. I don't oh, want to say it. I don't want to say it, but I'll say it. Um, yeah, Will and I broke up about, oh, Almost like a month and a half. Yeah, a month and a half ago now, I would say. Officially, we were on a three month break, actually, mm. kind of. It wasn't, it was a break, but not really. Um, and we got to, we said, let's give ourselves three months. Um, and we got to the end of the three months. And yeah, we just both decided that um, it was best to go our own ways for now. Um, we have so much love and respect for each other. And um, it didn't end badly. It didn't end for any like, you know, uh, tragic reason as such. It was, it was a long time. story, but it's just not our time right now. Mm. And there could be a time for us in the future, but we're also not attached to that, any like outcome. You guys have been iconic with this breakup. Yeah, I'm really proud of us. And I love that I was weirdly there for the whole thing. Like yeah. we had just, it was my birthday mm. and we, I was like, once again, fuck it. <laughs> let's go to Hamilton Island. Let's go to Airlie Beach. Yeah. And Ashton's like, okay. So we like planned this little trip and I was with Will and we were at um, the Calal in Brisbane sitting by the pool. And I was like telling Will how Ashton and I were going. And I was like, oh, you should come. But I was like, are you, are you and Ashton even together right now? Like, I'm so confused. Yeah. And then we called you and you asked, he like asked you like, can I come? And you were like, yeah, yeah. yeah like, if you want. Like. <laughs> so then Will came on our girls' trip, and like we had such a fun time all together. Oh. And you and Will, like, best trip Will and I have ever had. As no like, fighting, uh, yeah, no fighting at all, at all. And then, yeah, on the last night of the trip, we went to dinner and said, you know, what's going to happen from here when we go back? Because he was, you know, I don't blame him, but he was hoping we were probably getting back together after this trip because things were so great um and he was like you know like yeah he just had in his mind we're probably going to get back together mm. um and you know as much as I wanted to I just knew that nothing was going to change um in our relationship at this point in time and yeah we both just have things we need to do and you know we still I think we'll always be in each other's lives for a while it's wild how amicable yeah. it happened and how much respect and maturity both showed like mm -hmm. the way I can't even explain to people how amazing this breakup was. Like I've only ever had one breakup in my life, which was completely opposite to this. Yeah. Like so far opposite. So I have respect and so much love for both of you for dealing with each other so kindly and respectfully. And obviously like there's things in everyone's breakups that eventually someone hurts someone mm. or something happens when you start moving on. But like thus far, yeah, I'm so proud of both of you for how you've handled it and you've communicated and like, like they can be in the same room together at a bar. Yeah. And it's fine. We have the same friendship group, mm. one of our friendship groups at least. And 
yeah, we are obviously going to be running into each other a lot. And, you know, I'm really close with his family and he's close with my family. So lucky hasn't torn your friendship group <gasps> apart, doll. No, I know. At the start, <laughs> I was like, you guys pick. But no. I was, it, was, it was a joke. It was a joke. Don't do it. Never. You know who? Yeah, no, <laughs> I would never. Too, too, too grown up for that. But um, I think as well, we both, there is a part of us in both, like, there's a part of both of us that, you know, is holding on to hope for the future. So mm. why would we want to do anything to ruin that and hurt each other now? Because like if we do have some sort of yeah, you respect hope each to other, see if it will work in the future. Then yeah. you know you've you got to tread lightly. Tread lightly while also living your life and one hundred percent. We're both aware. Like when you you know break up, you have to accept that that person could gonna be move with on. someone else and move on. But that's just part of. The decision that you make. Yeah. Ash and I have never been single We've together. We've never been single together. She's always in relationships. Yeah. And I'm normally like, come on, come out with me. Like, let's go have fun. Besides the two years I was in a relationship, yeah. it got boring. <laughs> I feel like, come out with me. She's like, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. I'm sleepy. <laughs> um, so I feel like this is a whole new chapter, chapter for us. Yeah. This is a whole new fucking season. And it's. Perfect because we're just starting this podcast together. We obviously, um, I've said a few times, we want to move over to LA mm-hmm. some point next year together. We're free. We don't have actually room for boy friends no. right now. Unless it's like, you know what the thing is? It's like, unless you let me live my life as a sole human I am and you just add to it or you mm-hmm. just come along for the fun, like, that's the type of relationship I want moving forward. Like someone that is flexible, that we can like let each other have our own lives, but then yeah. be with each other, you know? And it's unless it's that, nothing's getting in the way of this boo. No. You know, like the that's the one thing I do did love about Will. Like even when I was having that breakup conversation, he mm-hmm. was like, you know, like even I know you want to move to mm-hmm. LA, like whatever you want to like he was so supportive of my career and you didn't my try and control choices. No. That element. Cause no. he the thing is, the if some like your partner, if they really love you, they know. Don't hold someone mm-hmm. down. Like they'll love you more if they, you've, they let you live out your truth and what you really need to do. But That's what he loved about me. He was mm-hmm. like, you just make decisions that you like you don't – like obviously I consider people's feelings, but he's like, you just have your vision and mm-hmm. like no one's getting in that way. And you're the same. Bro, nothing's getting in the way of this. We've waited so long and I like – now we're here and I feel like it's such an exciting time because I feel like we're young again. It's I know, like, it's like oh, you want to go here and do this? Sure. Like, obviously we've got COVID restrictions, but shit, like we're going to do our best to like work around it, yeah. work hard at this and then, mm-hmm. yeah, hopefully get overseas and start doing these things we dreamt of doing years ago. And we sadly, my I know my past relationship got in the way of so many goals and dreams that I had. Love does. Love does. Yeah, you it was know. my first love. You caught up. You dedicated and to that. them. Woo woo. Yeah. Got a little quick grade. Yeah, it's like a drug. It is. And you guys, I'm so excited. We, Ash and I love talking about oh, love. We love and love. dating. We love it. We're sickos. Get ready. Sickos for a fucking romantic story. So we're going to talk a lot about love and relationships on the potty and all of that stuff. But um, just a moment for the matches. <laughs> Matcha ASMR we're sitting here. Yeah. You guys know we love matcha. I think we post it every day on my- We always accidentally sync up. I know. I, I don't know. even check your story and you've posted yourself like making a matcha. But uh, we love matcha. Uh-huh. So this is a little ASMR of the mm-hmm. matcha. Sloppy. That's going to be disgusting in I your know, ears. No sorry. one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear that. Also, oh, th- 
that's my question to ask you. What? Is this the quick burst? Okay, so now we've covered quite a lot of info. Sorry, we're so scat. You should also prepare that our podcast is going to be like like scattered thoughts everywhere here and there. We just got to get the the gist of it. Okay, so to kind of end the podcast, bring this long, long chat to an end, we thought we would do a little fun quick burst opinion so that we're going to kind of blindside each other a little bit and, um, yeah, ask each other's opinion on something that neither of us know about. Like, like it could be random, lame. Yeah. It could be a deep question. It could be the stupidest thing ever. Literally anything. I have no idea what you're about to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Should you go first or should I go first? Like, should I ask you first? No, I'll ask you. So okay. mine, mine's random and I only just thought of it then as we were slurping our matches. What is your thought on ASMR? Oh. Like, because I truly fucking hate it. So let me know what you think. Okay. I actually love it. It depends, but it's actually very relaxing. <gasps> it's very In relaxing. What world? In what world? Well, have you not seen those apps and it's like them cutting like, um, oh, what is that material? I'm talking when they go, hello. Yeah, I love it. I don't know and why. And they put their fucking finger in. Oh, I don't know. It it's a bit me- of an experience. Oh my, I feel like I'm inside someone's mouth. I feel like I'm a banana in someone's mouth. I don't mouth like the things, but like, Ooh. you know. So the fingernails? Like, I love this. No? I just feel like there's two different types of humans on this world. Like, I don't get it. But anyways, that's interesting. Well, of course we're opposites. Ash and I are very opposite. But we're not. I we know. never used to be. But like I a know. lot of things lately have been opposite answers. Difference. It's okay. We bring something different to the table. Okay, well, that was my that was my question. I've learned something new about you today. <laughs> okay, mine is so random. Okay, I love it. I'm excited. Okay, so <laughs> what is your opinion on celibacy? <laughs> As in like no sex before marriage. Yeah, like would you ever do it? What's your opinion on it? I – look. No, it's, it's like if you eat candy and then they say you can, you can never eat candy again. I get it. I respect it. Like what if you dated someone mm-hmm. that was celibate and they <gasps> said like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, if they're yeah. celibate, but then only you both have to be because, you know, it takes two to tango. Okay. I mean. You're in love. Love of your life. If I was in love, look, fuck, I do crazy shit for love, whatever. So maybe. Also, I go in phases. Like I'm actually someone that I can go months without sex. I know, like, but if you're in a relationship, like how it's like so oh, like. Not t- that's what I mean. Like, you've you found the love hard. of your life. Would you get married quicker? Like probably. If it was the love of my life, I think I love like a bit of the thrill of that. That would be really exciting. And the build up, I would be going crazy. And then you like. But what if it was bad? Well, you just train each other. You just get good because you need to at that point. You're married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I respect it. I think if that's someone's beliefs, then like 100%. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't think it'd be too much of a big deal for me because as I said, I can go months without having sex. Yeah, you're not, you can, you go through waves. Like I don't need a man's like. I would, I, I. I, You couldn't. If it was the love of my life, I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like it would be hard. Yeah. Anyway. Wow. We did it. I I don't think I'm going to celebrate anytime soon, (laughs) but even though I feel like I've been on that after my surgery, yeah. okay, how much longer? You've been celibate for alcohol and sexual intercourse. I've, as you guys know, I just had a surgery. I just had my breast lift done, which I'm (laughs) loving. The titties look great. Look amazing. Can't wait to get them out of this ugly compression bra and the tape and stuff. But yeah, I've been not drinking alcohol for 
Almost this will be my weeks. four weeks, mm-hmm. not really partying, not doing much. But I feel clean. I feel fresh, renewed. Washed away your sins. Washing away my sins. <laughs> and I've been celibate. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, for, for so almost two months. It's somewhat relevant to your life in a way. It is. All right, guys. Okay. Well, that kind of concludes our very, very first episode of I, Common Chaos. I hope you guys enjoyed and you had a good giggle mm-hmm. and all of that. And we'll, um, <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> how do you wrap up the podcast? I don't know, but basically we're going to be recording every week. So we'll have episodes come out weekly for you <laughs> and you'll get to hear our voices for roughly one hour every week. We're just going to be annoying you. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, please, 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 please share it with your friends. Give it a like. Um, what else in the podcast world? I mean, subscribe. Yes. Like subscribe. Follow us. I don't know. I think it's a follow button. Do all the things. Like we, this is our new family now. Yeah. The, chao- the chaotic family. Yeah. The Com K fam. Welcome to the chaos. So yeah, share it. And we can't wait to welcome more of you guys into our little chaotic world. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 your year to finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't actually help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. It's super convenient and helps you with actual conversation tips and tools so that you can learn how to order food, ask for directions, speak to merchants without having to consult language apps while on vacation. It can just give you that extra confidence when in a foreign country or a non-English speaking country. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash chaos. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash chaos, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash chaos. Rules and restrictions may apply.